Charge! Just happened. Yeah. Let's start. <coughs> Welcome to Running Beer and BS. No, you're not stealing my intro. Let's go, fucker. There's one thing I do. Let's go. And that's it. Welcome to Running Beer and BS, a podcast where we discuss those things and more. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny. And this is episode 13. Kayla just 13. Got, <laughs> episode 13. Kayla just got blown the fuck off. Well, Kayla tried to talk to me, messing me up. This is episode 33. Trey, Trey. Not, not 13. Trey, Trey, uh, drop them trees on them. We're calling this episode, I Just Don't Wanna. And I we'll know. explain what that means uh, Explain what that means later. But uh, we'll always start with what's dehydrating us, John. Tell them about where we're at. So we're at Zaftig again because it's kind of a good big spot and it's kind of fun to hang out here, uh, record here. They got plenty of room for us. But anywho, uh, we're also here because it's – Cheap dates. <laughs> it's it's real simple. We were talking about like John was like, "Hey, maybe we'll go to Zaftig after we record." I'm like, "Well, what if we just go there to record?" It's like two beers and you're good to hook. Yeah, like that's it. I don't know how they're gonna just sit here and listen to us talk though the entire time. Because they're gangy. They're, they they won't. They'll say like a couple should more we, minutes. Should we, should we hook up the other microphone just so we can get, just control the volume? Like I need to speak up real quick. Keep me in them. So right. what I do, am. What drinking, are you drinking? I am drinking Bambalam. 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 I, I like that song. Bambalam. I don't think it's called Bambalam. See, if I had my phone hooked up, I could play that song. Well, if right you now. would have your lightning cable adapter, we could plug in your phone. I uh, know. We go to this every So it sounds time. like it's your problem. We could give Jen the mic. She can sing that song. She knows that song. She knows what I'm talking about. Anyways, Anywho. yeah. Uh, uh, I'm drinking the uh, One Night Stand Batch 233. It is a Brute IPA. Um, I was talking about it because he was like, you ever had a Brute IPA? I'm like, I've never heard of a Brute IPA. And it's basically just brewed uh, without the hops, and then it's dry hopped afterwards. He's like, it's kind of New England-ish, but not really. Uh, it's actually quite smooth and delicious. Mm, not hoppy? Not, not like... You taste, you you smell, and you taste a little bit, but not like in the back of the... Not bitter? Nope, not bitter at all. So so the Bambalam is a uh, it's a coffee stout. It's a heavy. It's a yeah. That's the that's the problem. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of that one because it's like overly coffee. I usually sit with the A crop because the A crop's just like a nice smooth stout that they have. This just has just a little booziness to it. Just yeah. a smidge. That's coming in at ten percent. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's not a. It's not something you want to mess around with. Come and get me, troopers. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing this has already been uh, recorded. They can't find us. And, uh, oh wait. In my, in my mind, I had pictured like the. Uh, like on Super Troopers when they like run from the uh, when the troopers run from the air yeah. troopers, you know. Like, uh, <laughs> Fuck you, trooper! <laughs> and gone. Oh. Well, we, we noticed when we uh, got here that they're releasing their bourbon stout uh, tomorrow, recording uh, on Friday. Once. So I will hopefully be grabbing some bottles if they have some when I get here. I'm not going to wait in line. Starting so they August open, 25th at noon. They open at noon, so I'm going to be here at noon. Try to grab a cold bottle, so we might be drinking that in the weeks to come, um, or maybe not. So nine dollars per bottle, which isn't bad. Limit eight per person. Yeah, that's like uh, seventy-two bones. Yeah, for an eight-pack. I mean, but they're they're big boys. Oh, is I'm that? pretty sure they're bigger bottles. They're not. No way. I bet not. Uh, I'm gonna say so because their old rugger that was seventeen seventeen percent mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't crazy expensive i think it was like 13 or 14 dollars for the bottle 
hey, Jen, go ask them the uh, bourbon stouts that they're releasing tomorrow. Go ask them how big the bottles are for me real fast, please. <laughs> We're fine. We, we can ask later. Ask we can ask big, later. Ask how big the bottles are that I get released tomorrow, please. Um, uh, yeah. That won't get answered. Nope, not going to happen. So, not yeah, so happen. we're at Zeftig. We like it. It's close, and the beer is delicious. And thanks again, Zeftig, for allowing us to record here. Uh, how was your week? Not bad. I had a pretty good week. Yeah. I didn't do anything. I skipped my Wednesday run. Ugh. Shame, shame. But That's your longer one, right? Your no, it's my w- super short one. Oh, it is? Wednesday? Yeah, it was. What's your longer midweek one? Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So you go down on Wednesday? Yeah, because they want they want it's just built to be like a little bit of a recovery for uh, for Thursday. Okay. It was only it was this week. This week's a down week anyway, so it's only four miles. Oh, okay. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that thing. Actually, I was just really busy with work. And then when I got home, I got home late. Nah, you know. Yeah. It's four. I'm like, fuck that. Chalking it up. Yeah, four. It's not a big deal. You're just chalking like, it up. Get it done. Tomorrow will be fun. Tomorrow is going to be fun. I'm kind of upset that we're not like we didn't press this more last week well he kept it kind of it's a private that's invite. what i mean yeah i wasn't i wasn't completely invited yeah. but i'm still going i'm gonna show up oh, are you gonna be there yeah, yeah I'm gonna nice be there. all right i was gonna tell you about it tonight but you were late surprise uh, yeah. you just told me uh, so you'll hear about it you guys will hear about it next week but you want to like preface it a little because this would obviously be this would have already happened yeah so we can kind of preface like talk what's about happening. the future yeah well we've talked about it a little bit so it's uh he's doing a uh there's a guy who has a 12-hour race coming up, and he just wants to kind of test the waters to see what it's like to run a 12-hour race. Does, he has a 12-hour? He has a 24-hour, and he's doing a 12. Like, is he doing oh. a 12 to train for 12? I, I, that was my impression. I don't know. I could be wrong. But anyways, yeah, it's, a, it's a 12-hour fat ass the guy set up for tomorrow at Gallant. And it, kudos, man. He put together, like, it's basically a mile on the nose. I think it's like 1.02. Okay. Like, it's he set up pretty close to a mile, but... uh. That's like Gallant, which, I mean, Gallant's kind of like my little That's where you, hidden secret. You've run up there a few times with some of the guys, uh, right? Yeah, I love it up there. I love it. There I've is, never been up there. There is almost, like, there is almost never anyone. Like, if we see someone there on a run, we'll literally see them one time, and that's it. Hmm. And you can run there for, like, hours and see, like, a person. Really? It is bizarre. It's like, How many miles are back in that way, or is it just the loop that he's doing? Next to none. Okay. Now, and, and what's funny is the, the loop that he put together is essentially two loops. Oh. <laughs> like, the, really, the loops are less than a mile. Gotcha. But you can, like, if in if you started dead center and you did, like, a like a, like a flower technique, like, kind of out and in, okay. you know, you could kind of piece together a three-mile kind of... Single loop? Kind of, yeah, yeah. kind of, like, kind of design, like, like, a, like a flower petal look kind of like okay. that. It would be like three. Okay. Yeah, it's not that bad. But what's funny is like what we usually run, I think it's like, is it like point four something, I think? And oddly enough, it's not like you can run it and like just like sink into the like little trance. And like, yeah. you know, like, oh, look, two hours is gone. That's what I'm kind of, I, I wasn't going to do it because, because it was a shorter loop. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? Maybe it'll be good. To, I mean, it kind of goes along with this topic of just, like, get out of the funk and, like, just switch shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of things, like, I don't know, my training's just been blah. When do you want to be there? <clears throat> uh, I'll probably get there at the start. Oh, uh, okay. At 8. It's funny because I was actually contemplating sleeping in <laughs> tomorrow. Since that is be sleeping there. in. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> since he's going to be there for, like, 12 hours. I'm like, eh, maybe I'll just sleep in and get there, like, 11. Yeah, no, I'm going to get there. I've got some stuff to do in the morning, but I'll be there around 8. Because mm. he said he was going to start by 8.30. Yes, 
he said it was, the parks would open eight to nine, I think he said, or something like that. So I was going to get there around eight. Yeah. And then see what happens from there. But well, speaking of you being in a little bit of a funk, I saw in the notes that you actually did one of the things that's good to kind of break the funk. Yeah. Decided to hike to work uh, yesterday. Actually, how far is that? Uh, it was eleven and a half on the way out, and it was thirteen on the way back. Um, I took obviously two different routes. I didn't get lost one way uh, because <laughs> had a stroke on the way back. On the way down, I went down um, Snuffer, like mm-hmm. over Sawmill and stuff like that. And I was not about to try that at five thirty in the evening. Yeah, after yeah. work. So I was like, that's that's dumb. So yeah. I basically on the way back, I took Emerald all the way around to hard yeah it's yeah. hard to the o trail oh yeah, yeah yeah and hard was great because it's completely downhill there's a few like little bumps yeah but i mean i was flying at like 18 19 miles an hour yeah just flying in that bike lane yeah uh, but it's scary yeah Bi- biking is biking's a scary I'm thing sorry, sitting at I, stoplights and stuff like that like people people have no respect i, I just don't get it i really don't i i, I just don't get the bicycle yeah. thing i, I, but yeah, I mean like I you just, said the reason i did it and you hit the nail on the head is I just like my training's just been, bleh. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And I just like need something to like jumpstart it. Yeah. So I was like, all right, we'll bike and see what happens. And yeah. it's like, you know, my legs are tired after I hadn't ridden a bike in like two months yeah. and I ride 11 and a half miles to me an hour. And then on the way back home, I was like, well, you got to go home. Yeah. Kayla yeah. texts me and she's like, am I picking you up? And I'm like, nope, I'm going to make oh, it. Like, no. it. It felt really good until, <laughs> until I sat back on the bike at yeah. work. I was like, oh, my ass is completely sore. I was like, I probably shouldn't. It's like the entire ride. I've got like under my armpit, it's bruised from my backpack because I carried all my clothes, yeah. my computer, everything with me, shoes, the whole nine. I was just like, ah, uh, that was a stupid idea. And someone, someone said today, they're like, you, you're driving home today? I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that two days in a row. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. I mean, maybe next summer I'll do it like once a week or once every other week just yeah. as like a it's not a bad cross training like breakup kind yeah. of thing but well in cross training uh, it's funny it's weird that we picked this topic today yeah. that you had decided on this topic uh like today yesterday sometime around in there i'd actually saw where um someone had made a comment about this exact same thing and and ways that they avoid kind of falling into that funk yeah. because um i don't know if we want to jump into it right now but my thing we're talking about how to get out of the funk right yeah so it's just preface i mean like you said with the the topics we're kind of these last few episodes have kind of all run together because we've had people bring up these topics of hey you should talk about this this and this and we're like hey that's five different episodes yeah because they're like those topics are so big so i mean it started with the injury episode or discomfort yeah. and then going into cross training mind over matter. And then this here, it's, it's kind of, they're all playing on themselves. So you, you might hear some crossover, some stuff we said in previous episodes, but it, it's definitely on purpose because all of these things we didn't want to kind of just brush through and rush through it. We wanted to make sure we hit um, yeah. each individual piece of it. Do yeah. you find with that post? Yeah. So they were just talking about ways to kind of avoid falling into the uh, ways of falling into that funk of, having to get back on it. And one of the things that they talked about is cross training, you know, yeah. like cross training is just a good way not to get burnt out because the best way to avoid getting into a funk is not getting into the funk. Right. It's kind of what the, the premise of what they're saying. It's like, you know, if you don't allow yourself to get in, if you don't get in it, you don't have to worry about getting out. Worry about getting out of it. And a good way of not to get into it is by cross training. So you yeah. mix up the varieties, you know, you know, little, this little, yeah. that it makes it easier. So I'm running into that a little bit with the move. I mean, it, I'm I'm trying to make new routes. Yeah. <clears throat> but the problem is, is every single one of my one of my routes, the first mile is the exact same. 
oh, sure, yeah, because you only have three ways to go. Right, and one of them's not really an option. Heading north isn't a great option because it dead ends, so then I'm heading north to head, to head east. Well, yeah, you can only go north so long, can't you? Right, so but, south, but south, there's a lot of options since I head south, so once I hit that mile, I have a little more options, but it's, it, it's getting that mindset of like, all right, like, I need to break through something. That's why the bike to work was like, you're yeah. going to do something, switch it up a little bit. But if you go north or south, and like, like you're saying, no matter, well, north, let's just go north. If you go east, but there's a multiple times you can break off and go east. Yes. So maybe can. There's a little bit of east, but it's kind of hilly over there. Oh, here we go. <laughs> there's the actual there story. There is. But yeah, we should get into uh, the, the topic tonight. This is obviously, this is probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. Um, we've, it's just been a busy week for both of us, and this is kind of uh this is kind of what happens. Yeah. You know, we're going to talk about it. And I, every time I say it's going to be short, it ends up being like an hour, hour and, and a half episode. Yeah. So who knows? This topic might go out well, but we're kind of going to break up the talk into struggling into like two different sections. So it's going to be um, basically after you have like a tough race, uh, basically bouncing back up into uh, training and that sort of thing. And then the other side of it is kind of just in the middle of your training when your training sucks. So we'll talk about the, uh, the races first and, uh, sometimes you just get you just get in a funk. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. You, you you spend all of this time and energy preparing and training for a specific event, and whether the event goes well or goes poorly, either way, you're going to come down with this like, holy shit, I don't want to do that again. Well, it's and well, it's, it's not even necessarily that. You, uh, I, for me personally, I've had experiences where it's not so much I don't want to do it. I, you'll get done with like ex- for me the hardest time is after major events yeah right like after major events uh you get done and you're like okay now what like i right. just like everything everything that i've been talking to people about or everything like i've been fully vested into this right and then you get done you're like huh and it can almost be like a depressing kind yeah. of feeling. You're just like left with this like this like almost void, this it's emptiness. Like post post race depression, yeah, if you will. Yeah, you're just like you're left with this like emptiness, and then that emptiness and that you know pretty good term post race depression. You're just kind of like in this blah like haze, you know. Yeah. And then and then it like you have a couple things kind of working against you is you're beat up, you're sore, so you really don't want to get out and you don't want to do a lot because right. it hurts. Right. Plus you're kind of down in the dumps. Uh, so it, it can't, it can be really tough after a major run to kind of get up and get going again. It's for me, it's really important because of that to, even if it's just walking, yeah. like, even if it's just a walk the day after, just go out and try to walk at a good brisk pace, try to break up some of that lactic acid try to get out and just move. Yeah. And and just get that fog out of your head. And that try helps to be with multiple. Yeah. One, it helps with the fog, but it also helps with like discomfort. Yeah. And that yeah. Sort of thing. Just try to get out of your head and try not to get too far down. And it's so weird. Like if you do it like within the first three days after a major event, it really helps. Yeah. And you just kind of you just kind of sets your tone for the you know the rest of your recovery. Right. I think there's like a, a back and forth, but you know we say we don't want to you don't want to fall into like that post-race depression. So like yeah. the what's next, but you also don't want to rush through that moment. Right. Right. Like right. You spend so much time and energy getting to 
whatever point it is, whether it's a training for a race, I mean, most training plans are at least 18 weeks. Yeah. I mean, even if you're looking at a half marathon, yeah. half marathon tra- training plans are usually 12 to 15 weeks. Yeah. Marathons can go up to 20. Yep. You go further than that, it's, you know, half a year, a full year of training. Yeah. yeah. I've, I mean, I've done programs that are like six months long. Right. And you're doing yeah. all of this stuff. And then it, it like you said, you, f- you cross a finish line. Done. And that's it. And you're just like, done. And it's silly stuff. Like like my wife and I will talk. She's like, so what do you got planned for a run this weekend? Well, you know, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Well, as soon as that race is done, like that, that, that conversation yeah. is done. Yeah. You know, then there's like this fucked up long list of honeydews. <laughs> yeah. So, so now that you're done running, it's like, oh, so, I didn't think about this. Yeah. <laughs> you're on ultra, ultra side up. <laughs> on ultra side up. Just say like, what races are coming up? Is there any discount what, codes that are about to expire? What can I do? <laughs> um, but it's funny because like one of the notes on here is, you know, personal stories. Um, one of the, you know, I think I, I can definitely think of two times where I've like really had to be kind of dragged back out of the house. The one time was, um, the first year I DNF Mo. Yeah. The first year I DNF Mo, uh, I, I got done and it, it, it obviously didn't go well. Hence it being, yeah. <laughs> it being a DNF. And, uh, the next morning I kind of got up and well, it wasn't the next morning. Technically it was later that day. got up, went to the pool, kind of sat around, moped around, all that kind of good fun shit. And then I think it was like, I don't know. People kind of put the bug in my ear to be like, oh, that was just a long training run. Let's go ahead and go up and do a yeah. hallucination. And you're like, fuck, that sounds miserable. But, and then, but well, then um, I think it was maybe a week later, maybe two weeks later, Mark Carroll shot me a message. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Want to go out and shuffle for 10 miles yeah. out, of, out of DSP? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, I guess I do. Well, you know, thank God he has to stop to piss a lot because <laughs> otherwise I would have fallen the fuck out yeah, of that Yeah, shuffle's run. a different, yeah, he has shuffle, a different word yeah, for shuffle. Different, different shuffling when yeah. you're with Mark than it is with the normal slow human being. Yeah. Uh, so that, I mean, that was for me, that was a good way to kind of get back out of the funk and kind of get back on the wagon. The other time for me was after race last year um, was just, I, I got done with it and I was like, I, I am I am not running forever <laughs> it will be a long time well before. that was a good time running was a good hobby yeah yeah that was fun for however long i'm done with that now and then uh i don't know it was it was it, you know what i remember it was actually three weeks today and jen was like hey you want to go jog for like a mile or so yeah and i'm like yeah yeah i guess i do <laughs> three weeks later right yeah we made it a block and a half, maybe, and everything from basically the bottom of my scapulas to my feet was just on fire, screaming, Ugh. hurt so fucking bad. But that was kind of just enough to yeah. where I like, okay, all right, that was kind of enjoyable going out and shuffling down right. through there with you, and that was just enough to kind of get it back and going again. It's a weird thing because you you want to get back, but either it hurts too much or you, I don't know. I feel like sometimes it hurts and then you're like, I don't want to do this, but it's like, yeah. if you don't push through that hurt, yeah. it's going to hurt more. Cause like, even if we, you know, we've run a decent amount, but like John said, it was just three weeks, three weeks of not running. Yeah. And all of a sudden a couple blocks just feels like the world is like, on your like shoulders. Like you people are hitting me in the back with yeah. like bats. <laughs> you just, there's like nothing you can do about it. And it's yeah. like, I mean, yeah, I, I think my problem that I end up having is because you know planning for all these races we have to you know book flights book hotels yeah. book this thing. so i'm always having to like at least book out multiple races yeah and it's it's hard to focus on like the next one yeah it's like i'm already thinking about two away yeah 
yeah. conversation. Kayla and I had a conversation last night about a race that's happening next year, and I've got two more this year. Yeah. And you're just like, no, no, no. Yeah, you got to focus on what you have because what's going to end up happening is I'm going to focus so much on that. I'm going to screw up this one and yeah. then I'm going to be in the same funk yep. Yep. preparing for the next one. Yeah. And then it just continues to snowball. Right. The, you don't play catch up on it. So, I mean, it kind of goes along with everything from the, that's how you get injured. That's yeah. a, you, that's an overtraining kind of thing because then you try to say, well, shit, I, I haven't trained enough. So these next, these next three weeks, I'm going to pound out someone. Did you see Scott's post? Uh, on the possum page about the um, the run tomorrow. Yeah, he's gonna do twelve hours. Well, he was thinking. He's like, is this a dumb thing to do? Yeah. Ten days before a hundred, and and uh, Steve was like, yes, yes, it's, <laughs> yes, it's, very, yes it it's a very stupid thing to do. But he has like he has more than ten days. He has like forty five days before the race. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was in September. No, I think it's in like October. He said 10 days prior. Yeah, I, know. I don't think he... I don't, I, you don't think he's good at math? I don't think he maths well. <laughs> Lawyer great, yeah, math bad. You got a problem with the law. He's your man. Yeah. You need algebra help. <laughs> Contact John's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, I haven't had, luckily, too many instances where I've gotten, like, super down in the dumps, like, after races because of that, like, having yeah. another one. But it's definitely a struggle sometimes to be like, to not just be complacent. Yeah. Like, all right, I just ran a marathon. I've got a marathon in three weeks. Like, I'll be fine. I can just glide into yeah. that. And you know how those races go? Very bad. Yeah. They go yeah. poorly. I mean, that's how the last race was. It was, I felt like it was okay. I had a great first half of the race and the yeah. second half was like, what happened to you? Yeah. You completely fell apart. So, I don't know. That's kind of that. Good is the enemy of great. Mm. Well said, Sensei. You like that? That's some heavy shit. That's a fortune cookie, man. That's good. You like that? <laughs> That's real good. Yeah. We'll write that down. Put on a put. We'll put on a t-shirt. Yeah. That'll be the back of the t-shirt. We'll get sued. <laughs> <laughs> Will we? Who said that? I'm pretty sure that's, yeah, that's, that's a quote from someone. It doesn't matter if it's a quote from someone. I mean, if it's, we'd not, have to if it's not a trademarked quote. We'd have to we'd have to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, we said Johnny said it. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who did say it? Someone said it originally. That's their fault. <laughs> it should have made me wear. We're going to trademark the, an image with the quote with your name attached <laughs> to it. My guess is a trademark. Are you finding who said it? Uh, Jim Collins opened his book with it. I don't even know who the fuck Jim Collins is. What book was it? Good to Great. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is a book. I have that book. You should probably, yeah. So I, didn't, I haven't read the book. Clearly. It's a red one, right? It's got a red cover, right? Yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we definitely have that book. Judas Priest. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just quoted it, and I should read it again. Actually, I should read it for the first time, maybe. He explains that when we have good schools, good businesses, and good government, we are prone to accept the level of quality as sufficient. Mm. Hence, good is the enemy of great. Mm. Don't rest on them laurels, son. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There's your little deep. So there's there's moment deep of thought. Zen. I need to have like some like artsy music behind that, like some bells and stuff like that. But see, I think that's even. I think even he's quoting it. Like I think it was far back in the yeah, night. probably so, probably so. He, he wrote a wrote a book. I'm sure he copied it from somebody else. That's yeah. how, that's how books work, dude. Every 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 fucking sales guru I'm aware of, all they do. All they do is poach and steal from one another. What's that one guy like we like to make fun of? I don't know. That man. friends of ours use. 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, you're not pulling me down that rabbit hole. All I am saying, all I am saying is every single one of them, just like they take it from one, they tweak it, yeah, and then they put it on their own, and then they, the next person tweaks it, puts it on their own, and it's just a vicious cycle. And then what's hilarious is it ultimately comes back to the original person. Yeah. And, and he they just write simply book. tweaks it. He just simply tweaks it and puts it out. And it's yeah. like, he just, it, it's all of those kinds of things are, are very interesting to me because of that exact reason. Yeah. It's, it's no, there's just little changes, yeah. but it's like, I have this amazing plan. You're like, yeah. the reason why you're making a ton of money is because you're selling books. Yeah. 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 You're not selling business techniques. No, no. You're selling books. Yeah. And you're selling uh, speeches or like events and stuff oh, like dude, that. Like that's where they make their money. Events are crazy. We so we actually went to one up in up in um, Chicago. The company sent us to one, and it, you're just like, ah. and like <laughs> and like it was funny because this is in. I mean, this is within the last couple of years. But the person doing the speech, yeah, you could tell was very, very like his his quote unquote techniques were new school like mm. like had been he just come out with this da, da, da. but you could just tell at his core yeah he was still like this like 1960s uh. aluminum door-to-door salesman <laughs> motherfucker because he would say shit and this i'm this like two years ago he would say shit in the in the in the um he would say shit during the presentation that i'm like that's uh that's all the way fucking sexist. Like, <laughs> that is like, like uh, that is like, and like, like you'd look around and like, like I'm like, yep, yep, I, w- I will not be using that one. Yeah. Like, that is a That's, good way. That is not a line I'm going to use. That is a good way to get fucking stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't know where this motherfucker does selling at, but it ain't anywhere fucking. Yeah, you shouldn't be uh, <laughs> shouldn't be doing that in uh, suburbia. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I just, re- it was just the weirdest thing. I remember riding home like me and two guys carpooled. It was the three of us carpooled up there. And I remember right back, I'm like, so did you guys think that he was and like sexist? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty fucking sexist. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, ah, what the fuck? He checked all of those boxes. If he said, like, are you sexist? He checked all of them. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I got that. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> He's like, Check me out, mom. <laughs> I'm going to write a book about that. <laughs> but do you have any, uh, like, what, what are some tips that we can give just for people breaking out of, like, so, that post-race funk? So, like, breaking out of it, I mean, I really, like, I think we just hinted on it just a little bit, but it really is. It's just, it, one, don't, a lot, I mean, this, it sounds so much easier than, I mean, yeah. I, as I say, and as I get ready to say, I thought, that sounds so, so, so fucking dumb to say. But we need more fortune, fortune cookie. If you can try not to get into that, if you can try not to allow yourself to get there, it's the, obviously the easiest way to get, here, here you go. Uh-oh. Fortune cookie? Uh-oh, here For, you let go. Me, let me see if I can get this right, make okay. sure I don't fuck this up. Okay. Um, the first... The first no will be the hardest no. Okay. Okay. And then it's just going to get easier after that. Yeah. Doesn't really go completely well with running, but it does. But it does. Okay. Here's why. Because because if you're gonna say, if you're like, well, you're sitting on a sofa, you're sore, you're achy, should I go for this run? The first time you say yourself no, you're okay. Don't worry about it. That'll be the hardest uh. time. Yeah, that'd be the hardest time. And then every time after that, it'll be easier to tell yourself. So it's no kind of an opposite thing. It's not that sales is usually a keep getting out there yeah. on the running. It's yeah. actually the opposite. It's, it's, a, it's a negative effect. It's saying, the, fir- the first time you tell yourself, you know what? You're okay. Don't yep. worry about it. it that will be the hardest time. Yep. And then every time after that, it's going to be so much easier to tell yourself, you know what? It, here's, a, here's a good way. It's like, it's like me and dieting. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a cheat meal. And that cheat meal turns into a fucking cheat day. Yeah. That cheat day turns into a cheat week. <laughs> that cheat week turns into like, fuck it, I'll start in September. 
And then September's like, you know what? The winter's coming. I might as well, I gotta, I gotta, I got, I might as well bulk up. Yeah, yeah. Chili and cornbread. And then, like, February comes. I'm like, oh, well, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck that. Fuck that swimsuit body. You know? The year's a waste. <laughs> the year's done. It's, it's February, John. Fuck you. It's just... <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that's, the race season comes. You're like, shit, I weigh too much, and you know I, this, this makes it a lot harder to run. You know what? I made it last year. Like, there's fucking it's just yeah. this vicious cycle. So your first nose will be your hardest nose. So just yeah. just try to resist that temptation. But if you have one in that slope, the other thing to really kind of keep in mind, a good way to get it is mix up your groups. Yeah, like just put yourself out there. Like it's hilarious. Like I was talking to somebody who's who's he's a good runner. But he wasn't, he wasn't really reaching out for running groups because he didn't want to inconvenience other people. What? Yeah. You're running with the wrong groups if they get inconvenienced. Well, he, that was his perception. Oh, okay. He didn't want to. He's like, he's like well, I chose to do this. I don't want to bog anybody down. And I know there's like four people like, oh, hey, I think he's talking about me. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I know who I'm talking about. And, and like almost all of you are probably wrong. <laughs> um, obviously, one of you is right. Right. But um, but it's just like you're not inconveniencing anybody, right? right? Like if someone doesn't want to run with you, they'll, they'll fucking say I don't yeah. want to. You know, so like a lot of times if you're in that slump, you just got to reach out, man. You just got to kind of put some fillers yeah. out there like, hey, I, you know, who wants to go? And then don't worry about paces, right? Yes. Don't, don't worry about the – just get out there and get out there and do – go for a run for the reason you originally got into running. Yep. Don't worry do about it. the pace. Don't, don't even take a watch. No. Just yeah. don't take a watch. Like, fuck just it. Go. What do you got to take a watch for? You're not training for shit. Right. Just go out and enjoy it and, and enjoy the company, enjoy the scenery, enjoy whatever. Yeah. And just get back to the base root cause of why you're getting, why you ever started running to begin with. That's, that was going to be my answer too. Is like the community. Yeah. <laughs> like just reach yeah. out to people because yeah. people are more than willing to like either talk you through it or hang out or even just go on a, a shuffle walk run. Well, what's crazy is if you did, if you, if you're just coming off from a run or a race rather, more than likely, they're going to want to hear the war stories, right. anyways. They want to hear your lies that you had. From they the, tell from me the lies. Yeah. Come tell me how about how to come tell me about how badass you were and how horrible the tr- conditions yeah. were. Come <laughs> lie to my face. It was raining every which way. No there shit. There was quarter size hail. No shit. There I was, <laughs> knee deep in mud puddles, <laughs> running down this train, twenty percent grade. But I was running up it. But I was running. I didn't stop till I hit the stop. top. Nine minute miles, <clears throat> twenty grade. <laughs> Knee deep mud. Then I got to the top of the hill and I had to run uphill again. Yeah, because that's how the hills work. It was a false summit. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch that video that I sent you of the dude running down the hill? That dude? Yeah. By the dude, we mean Killian Jornet. <laughs> not, yet, not yet a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That dude. You know my boy Killian? Yeah, you know. Yeah. BFFs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I saw a video of him once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. You know, his yep. parents and my parents, they, they, they vacation together in the Alps. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought it was interesting, like, seeing that cadence and seeing that, it's like, sick. flying down. It is sick, man. Like, if, if we had, like, a side-by-side of, like, me doing that with that dude, <laughs> it's just it's just me rolling down the hill. And not, like, down the uh, not down the ridgeline, like, down the side. I completely <laughs> want to go up to Mohican and take a video of you running down, like, big-ass hill. And then fucking superimpose that shit next to it. I want to do, like, I want to do Killian and then you... And I want to mesh it up like they did with uh, Phelps swimming against a shark. <laughs> I want to like do that level of production. That would be fucking I mean, hilarious. Who, that was the was that the marathon that he was doing at UTMB? 
UMTB, UTMB. UTMB? Yeah. Ultra Trail Mont Blanc. Yeah. Because Shaw. I think it was a marathon he was doing out there. Yeah. So I think he said it was a shorter distance. It wasn't for him. Yeah. It was a shorter distance. Can you distance. imagine how fast he probably, he probably knocks out marathons and doesn't even like bat an eye at him? No. It, on on I mean, that kind of elevation, right, too. Right, Like c- climbing just, mountains. Freaky. That dude is a beast. And what's crazy is, if I'm not mistaken, he's not even like... He, I mean, he's obviously still regarded as an extremely gifted, like top high echelon level mountain runner. Yeah. But I don't, even, I don't even think he's considered the number one mountain runner in the world anymore. I don't anymore. think so. I think some German dude is. Uh, I haven't been keeping up on it. Which I think was out of, well, there's a German dude who's regarded as one of the top mountain runners in the, in the world was out, of, uh, was out of Western States. That's an interesting thing, like mountain running itself. I don't know. I'll show you the video Whole Billy Yang just world, did, man. like one in Alaska, some like crazy yeah. race. Like that—that's nuts, dude. It's a whole other world. It is a whole. Like I thought trail running was one thing, but seeing these mountain runners, I'm like, dude. holy hell! From, from boulder to boulder and shit, and like running down yeah. the spines on the shale and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. I tripped on a sidewalk going up High Street. Yes, you did. You almost died. That Chad. I was Ch- there. <laughs> <laughs> Chad said he's been by that like three or four times and still can't find what I tripped on. He goes, I think, I think they moved the sidewalk while you were running. <laughs> That's the kind of shit though <laughs> that in like five years we'll be running down that sidewalk and we'll laugh as we go by. Yeah. We'll know it's like somewhere out of that. Like, well, it's just like with the uh, the breaking of the wood. At the that pallet wood or whatever that's at DSP. Oh my god, at DSP. Where I, Mike's knee hit. It still broke. Yeah. That's what cracks me up. Right. Like, that's the thing we could point. Like, that's where he broke it. That's where Mike almost died. Yeah. <laughs> that is where Mike shattered his patella. Yeah. Like, it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck? And none of us helped. Yeah. Pretty horrible <laughs> friends. Pretty horrible yeah, friends. Yeah, but I mean, that's how it works. So. It, dude, that just sounded like it hurt, too. Poor Mike, man. Well, I mean, if you looked at the board, we might have to take a picture of that board yeah. if I don't have one already. And just be, share that with it's everyone. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so we had we had the race side of it. So you finish yeah. a race. It's real tough and stuff like that. And all right. So let's say you get over that. You're now training for your next race, and you're literally like, no, I this this sucks. And that's kind of where I'm. You fall I'm, into most. I'm at right now, yeah. at least this week, and really, yeah. And most races, that's kind of where I fall into different things. Is I feel like I'm either overtraining or I'm under training. So I'm trying to make up for it. And I'm, it's literally all in my mind. I wake up and like, yeah. well, I really need eight, but I only have time for six, but maybe if I run faster, maybe I'll do this. And so that's, that's kind of where the biking came in. It's like, you know what? Yeah. I need to switch it up. Let's bike to work. Yeah. See what the hell happens. I didn't end up running today because my ass and my legs were sore, but I'm like, you know, I got a good workout. And then tomorrow doing loops, it's not something I normally do. It's just like breaking out of a routine yeah, yeah. to kind of make it, I don't know, to, to prevent that, See, now, that mental mess up. I think you actually said something that I think is one of the ultimate sins, one of the ultimate no-nos. And that is, okay, I have to do eight miles. I only have time for yeah. X. Nope. If you only have time for X, only do X. Yep. Do not try to run faster just to squeeze stuff in. Yeah, this was not a smart idea. This, yeah. I wasn't saying that was the right idea. That was <laughs> yeah. the wrong thing. Yeah, do not do not try to run faster just to try to squeeze in a certain amount. Quality miles is better than quantity miles. Yep. Like, just get a good quality run in as opposed to quantity miles. Yeah, because if you beat, you beat yourself up, so let's do the six and eight, for example. And and if you beat the it. hell out of yourself for eight, yeah. you're not going to be able to run the next day. Yeah. So so when you're in that like, kind of like beat up, woe is me, I don't want to do this kind of state of mind, the last thing you want to do is beat the shit. So now you're kind of beat up mentally and emotionally and psychologically. The last thing you want to do is like, fuck it, let's go for the trifecta. Right. 
Yeah, I want to be physically and worn like, out. Beat the shot me physically too. No, man, just like take a break, take a breather, run your same thing. Get yeah. a, get the quality miles in that you can get in. You know, and at the end of the day, guess what? If you get six in instead of eight, if that two miles is what makes or breaks on race day, you were probably yeah. off something anyways. There was a now, bigger problem. Not condoning thing. like constantly skipping out two miles all the fucking right. time. But if there's a certain day and time where you're like, man, I got to do this, it is far more important to get to race 80% trained up and 100% healthy than it is to get to the race 100% trained up and only 80% healthy. Right. So, I mean, that was the thing last week heading to church. I needed to, I needed my plan called for five in the morning yeah, or five that day. And the only time I had time to run was in the morning, but that would have required me to wake up like, like four o'clock in the morning. I was like, that, that's just dumb. So woke up a little later, just got three in, but you know what? I felt better the rest of the day that I at least got to run in. Three is better than zero. Yeah. Um, Another fortune cookie for you. Uh oh, man, I, you're, you're honest, full like, of them today. Want, it's a it's a fucking ten percent. It's going right to my fucking dome, <laughs> right to the dome. That's that's what we have to start doing. We'll just start feeding you high ABVs. High ABVs, and then what I'm saying probably is like stupid as fuck. But I can't. I'm like, I'm like hey guys, let's beer this. is different. Uh, <laughs> it's beery on the front and beery on the back. Um, instead of saying I need to or I have to. I get to. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, you like that? That's a real thing. I get to run eight miles this morning. <laughs> yep. Because not everyone gets to do that. Like, some people can't. Kayla gets to wake up to the love of her life every day. Bella. Bella. <laughs> you know what Jen gets to do? Because my new thing is on the weekend, I have Weezer. Okay. Uh, Weezer's cover of Africa. <laughs> I have it for my alarm. <laughs> So every Saturday morning and Sunday morning when I wake up at like four o'clock in the morning for long runs, it's that really heavy doo do 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 like lead like the heavy drum hit. Let's see and if I can find it. It is fucked up loud. Like it makes me jump out of bed. I have I usually play uh, the Lion King Circle of Life, so just like ah, Oh my god. <laughs> That'll scare the shit out of you when you wake up. Let's see, where's this at? Africa. Weezer, Africa. Yeah. Right there it is already. So go back to the very beginning, though. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, listeners. Right there. And then the sneer. Oh, yeah, that splash snare. Yeah, get it. Get it, Weezer. And we instantly got a copyright infringement. And And we're sued. (laughs) And we're sued. Bye, everyone. Hey, thanks for supporting us for 33 episodes, everybody. We're out. It's a good tune. It is. Good I didn't tune. know they made a. They had a cover of that. Yep. What's really cool is Weezer covered that probably what six months ago, Bill. Longer than that. So they covered that. Toto. Yeah. Toto came back and covered Hashpipe. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. How about that? I actually like I've seen uh, Doug Heil. As a matter of fact, Doug Heil said that he preferred Toto's cover of Hashpipe more than he preferred Weezer's. Mm-hmm. And I felt really kind of, I, f- and I haven't told him this. Well, he'll hear he'll it now. Listen now. I actually feel, cause God knows Doug knows a trillion times more about music. than He I'll knows ever. a lot about music. Like, fucked up scaring him out. Well, and so I feel weird for even saying this. I disagree with him. 
I mean, that's like, the cool Weezer, thing about music. It Weezer's can, Weezer's covers infinitely better than Tetris. It can cover. all be, you know, very subjective. So this is what Kayla wakes up to every once in a while. Ah! Oh my god. Dude, I would my skin would jump. I would jump clean out my skin. That would just like that literally scares the shit out of anyone. You're just like dead asleep. Nothing's going on. You're like, you know, you're you're in your third dream. I'm just <laughs> I'm just running. Third dream. I'm just running. and It's great. And it just whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, there it is. There I'm it up, is. I'm up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's one of those where you get like hit. Like, come on, come yeah, on, yeah, come yeah. on, wake up. Do not hit snooze. Yeah. <laughs> uh, enter the BS. So, um. <laughs> Yeah, mixing up the training is really important to not to not get burnt out. Yeah, that's the other big thing is don't allow yourself to get burnt out. And if that means kind of mixing stuff up, then mix stuff up. But yeah, and mixing stuff up can be different routes, different people. Because sometimes you can get in a funk with multiple people where you're just like, it yeah. just seems like you're both going through the same shit. Like, don't be a vampire to each other. I remember <laughs> running with Chad Baxendale for so many times that I actually got fucking sick and tired of watching that little arm thing he does out to the side. Yeah, it's I worse than mine. Yeah, it's way worse than yours. Usually I, I get elbows now. I couldn't stand it. I, I was like, I was like, I gotta take a break from Chad before I rip his fucking arm yeah. off. I've, I've had it with uh, Goat. Now that's a problem because I haven't run with him that much, but that click in his ankle. Oh, it's rhythmic. See, now it's funny. It's you six. I actually fall oh, in a rhythm. It messes with me it. up because I don't, I can't follow his stride. What? Yeah. His stride is way faster. Yeah. But it is like, I find it a rhythmic where I have to do like a four to one ratio, but it's yeah. rhythmic four to one ratio. We were with, who we were we were with someone and they're like, what's that? So oh, um, uh, turn her run. And I'm dr literally forgetting her name. Badass runner that ran with us in the 50k. Oh, Steph. Stephanie. Stephanie was like, "What's that sound?" <laughs> was like, "That's me." He's like, "Something knocking." He's like, "My ankle." <laughs> She's like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave Wells and I ran together uh, like last week. Last week, I think. And like an idiot, I ran right through a mud puddle. Like oh, I, was, yeah. I was like fucking all the way over this run. Like yeah. I was all the way done with this fucking run. Dave was like looking like a million bucks and I was like well, fuck he is. this run and I was all the way done so I just decided to go straight through this mud puddle yeah. that was just deep enough to like really soak into the, the like the, the soles yeah. of, the, of the Hoka See the <laughs> so I knew I, I really strongly feel like it finally got on Dave's nerves <laughs> because after like two miles Dave goes so what's your thoughts now I'm running through that mud puddle <laughs> I, which is Dave's really nice way of saying your fucking shoes are yeah, driving me nuts thanks for doing that speaking of so the last week, I didn't run with you guys last weekend. Yeah. Super funny. I saw the post that you guys had when you were at Land Grant. Uh, for, and I? Yeah. Yeah. We were at the food truck festival for like an hour earlier, like before it started raining, which oh, yeah. was literally around the corner because they had yeah. it at the uh, Bicentennial Park. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool story. Yeah. Cool That's story, bro. Like we were close, but we weren't. All right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think training is probably the easiest thing to help with. The, like, mixing up your training is probably the easiest thing to get out of a funk in the training. Funk. Is, you know, run with different people, run different routes, do things you wouldn't normally do, like bike or, I mean, you should be lifting anyways, but I would just say mix up your actual, like, running possibly. Like, I'm like, really feeling like good with the lifting. I have not been in the gym in a little while because I'm trying to balance like when am I going to the gym and when am I running? Jen hates it. Drives her nuts. It's a little too much time off away from the house, but yeah. God, I love it. Well, let's just try to figure it out between like us recording and everything yeah. else, like finding the best time to do all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. That's how it works. What do you think, honey? I'm fine. 
Are you going to have another one? I don't know. We're about done, I think. We're probably done in the next, like, 10, 15 minutes. I'll have another one. We'll get another one, then. We can get food, too. We can get food, too. Yes, please. I'll actually do a, a five ounce of the barley wine, please. I'll do, uh, what did I say is going to half? You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say is going to half? You said you're going to have the two cans. Yes, Imperial. two cans, please. All right. <laughs> yeah, so I think as, as a whole, uh, when you're in the funk, just don't be in it. The easiest way to not have to get out of a funk is to never be in the funk. Just stay out of the funk. It's super easy to say that. So easy. But I think I think a really, really big part of it is mixing up training, but probably more important than that is the people you surround yourself with. The community of people you're with, if you're people that, that understand these kinds of things happen and are supportive through it, like yeah. both of our wives are very supportive through it. Like they'll give us our space. Overly supportive. When we have like shitty moments where we're like yeah. that, they'll be supportive of it, but they don't let us sip it, sit and mope yeah. and deal with it. Like get your ass out the door. Why are you still in bed? I will say, so you know what we just kind of talk, I, I don't know why it just kind of popped my head. The one thing that we do kind of have to be careful about when we're like, oh, just go and do this. The, the one part where people, I, I have talked to some runners, some people who they get some anxiety. They get yeah. like, a, uh, like anxiety. And it's, it's easy for us as two guys to say, I'm like, just go and run. So if you're a female runner and like you're, you, you get anxiety about running by yourself and that kind of puts you in your funk where you're like, you're not, um, if you're more worried about your safety while you run rather than the run. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and like, and I, I can, and like, I, can, I can, I can empathize with that. I can't, you know, I, as a, as a, as a male, I can't really sympathize, but I can empathize with that. Uh, I think the best thing for that and just kind of talking to other female runners, really the best thing to do is just find another female or find another yeah. person that you trust that you can run with and just try to work out like a schedule, try to work out some, some sort of agreement or something where you're accountable to. I think that's another big thing is yeah. accountability, man. Yeah. If you have someone who you're like, Hey, don't let me not run. You, don't, need, a, you need a thunder buddy. You need a thunder buddy. <laughs> you know, and if you can get someone who will support you and, and be there for you and, and kind of get you through some of the, like the, the anxiety that you might be having or work with you through the anxiety, I think that can go a long, long, long ways. Also. Um, I think this is really kind of, I guess kind of, piggybacking off from that and like maybe taking like like the story out in iowa with the with the girl did you see yeah that? i mean that is fucking heartbreaking i, I think, didn't i didn't see all the details yeah. of it i've been following it for so, the last little so, bit but i mean i think the part of that and like I, I get you know i can see where females are i get super anxious about running because there's some fucking weirdos out there in the world and like that um if you have the anxiety you think just just find a just find a, a female that if you can I adjust as if it's like they're yeah. fucking they're, they're everywhere do the, do the best you can to find someone you trust that you can kind of get in the same rhythm with and, and run with them and you let them kind of mentor and guide you and you mentor and guide them and, and, and create this like really cool bond um, and the other thing off from that is the one thing I saw from that story that was just fucking it just broke my heart is she actually told the dude like I have my phone. I'm going to call the police. Yeah. Like, if you feel like you got to make that statement to somebody, should have been already doing. You should like just fucking call. Yeah. Like, fuck that dude. I still think like, we, we've talked about it before of having like a women's episode. So yeah. like, it's probably a little partial of both of that. Like, let's talk about y- y- women's awesome accomplishments running, but yeah. also like that side of it because yeah. again, like you said, I, we're I two we're two white males talking about yeah. like worrying about running. I have, I have no clue what you're really going through or what right. you're thinking. I can only 
kind of take what I think I think I know. Right. And what people was kind of told me or at least let me in on. Right. Um, but it just, I, I want to echo it again and just make sure I really drive it home. If you feel like you need to make a comment, a threatening comment to someone because they're fucking creeping you out, then that is all the justification you need yeah. to make that fucking phone call. Fuck that dude. Yeah. You know, and, and let, let get someone out there to help you out and, and get it squared away. Um, it's better to do Thanks, that baby. than, you know, what happened. Right. So, so we just got our second rounds delivered by, we can talk about those wives. now. Yeah. Uh, I'm, That's I'm doing the barley wine. Damn. I just wanted a five ounce oh, of, or yeah, the small one. No, they'll serve it in bigger ones. But this is a 12 percenter. The last time we were here, you got me this right before we left when yeah. we were waiting on the food. Yeah. That was a bad idea. Yeah. Because I got home and we had to drive all the way to Granville. And I'm in the passenger seat oh, that's try- right. trying to eat a quesadilla. Quesadilla. <laughs> Quesadillas. The last time we were here when. Never mind. Um, but yeah, that's the topic. Don't get in the funk. But I know it's easier said than done. I don't know. Mm. Hey. Uh, jumping the shark a little bit. Let's talk about local events. I was literally about that. I was wrapping that up to go straight so to local I events. I got something for local events. Let's do it. We've kind of missed out on the opportunity. And if you guys saw, I posted on Twitter and Facebook. I'm actually bummed that I totally missed out and I didn't devote more time to it. Stas, Stas Brewery. Fucking awesome. I love having Donna Liz as, as people in the community up there in Delaware, but they are actually doing, um, Five special releases for their five-year anniversary. They're on there. number three, right? They're on, like, number... They might be getting ready to release number five, actually, right now. I thought that's what the last one they just did was not a part of it, they said. It was not, but they're still, like, on, like, four or five. Okay. Um, and so if, if, if I know number five will maybe get released this weekend, so Tuesday, if you hear this and you got a chance, highly encourage you to get up there. And try because every single one of the special releases that I've had, yeah, have been crazy good. I haven't been, I haven't had a chance to go up there yet. Thanks, Jen. Uh, I haven't had a chance to <laughs> doof and all over the equipment. Uh, I haven't had a chance to go up there for any of the special. I mean, it was just it's weird. It's it's only fifteen minutes north, but you know the god awful twenty three, <laughs> trying to figure out how to get up there. What do you think? Ooh. Two cans good. Two cans is good. Two cans. Two cans. It's been a while since I've had two cans. They have another. They have an IPA releasing coffee. Uh, this hop swapper. They're doing something on uh, September first uh, here at Zaftig. Yeah, check out Zaftig's website. Website is drinkzaftigbeer. Drinkzaftig.co. I think I'm trying to find a anything that has their website on it, and I don't have it offhand. But you try them out on. Or you check them out on Facebook and stuff. But uh, any other local things happening? We'll plug Fuzzy because we've been plugging Fuzzy. Keep I'll have plugging away at Fuzzy. I yeah, see, the, uh, uh, the link will be on uh, on the show notes. I see that we actually, uh, because of us, uh, we've got a couple other people. I see we are some negative influences yeah. and yeah. talk some suckers. <laughs> people are not smart. Follow, oh, my goodness. This is a 14 percenter. No, Two it's 11. Mm, it's, so 11 on their, it's 11 on their sheet. Okay, well, I just put up on untapped just said 14. Oh, that's 11 there. Mm. I think it's stronger than 11, but I think their normal two cans isn't is up there. Yeah. I think their normal two cans is 9, 9 or 10, so Yeah. Who knows? They just make up numbers anyways. <laughs> just them up there. Like the state of Ohio taxes us more if we say it's too much, so <clears throat> I wanted to call out to uh Bodad. He wrote to us on Instagram before we had shouted at shouted him out and then apparently he sent us a message and it went to like the little junk messages. It's weird. Which I don't understand why, so I want to apologize for that. 
Uh, and thanks for thanks for listening. Um, we did have another listener reach out and actually give a good idea I had not thought about before um, the little beer swapping thing of like trading beers and stuff like that so I know we've talked about you guys like either giving in the tip jar or sending us beer because we've had a few listeners do that Um, you can do that if you want but if you want to just do like a beer swap so you're getting something for it too we don't want to just take everything from you we have no problem uh, giving back so reach out to us it is a two to one ratio that is true (laughs) I mean We'll send you two to one. You got to send us two. There's two of us. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You can't sell singles and stuff unless they're big bottles. Uh, sorry. We can split big bottles, but if not, yes. Sorry. <laughs> so you're still getting screwed. <laughs> so. um, but what's funny is I saw that and I'm like, ooh, we got to kind of see. Because I want to put together like the four, or I'm sorry, the six. I want to put together the six most iconic Columbus beers. Yeah. Which that's that's not going to be easy, right? Like I like I'm like oh man, like where like the most iconic canned or bottled ones. That's the tough one. Is a lot of stuff that a lot of real good, a lot of stuff that we have that's really good is usually limited release stuff that they don't bottle or can. Right, but I mean, so we'll have to go. I mean, we'll have yeah. to do cans or bottles. Hilltop for will be in that full show. Well, yeah, full show. Whistle, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but hilltop. Yeah, that's a good thing. But I mean, we're, John and I are hoping. Uh, it probably won't be this year, but next year we're probably going to do a little bit of traveling. And if we travel to your area, we'll definitely, we're going to reach out to breweries and try to do some live recordings at different breweries. Um, probably in the, we had a conversation, I think Amy Love, we were trying to figure out where, what we actually call, like what the actual Midwest is. Yeah. <laughs> like the actual Midwest, not this, not Ohio. Cause they're not the Midwest. Ohio, what is Ohio then? I don't remember. She says like, that's not the middle. Cause you're talking about Iowa. Well, she says she's like, that. I was Midwest. But I'm like, that she makes says, more sense. She says that cause she's from Iowa, Nebraska. Though. But that makes sense. Cause that is the middle of the country. Right. But the Ohio mid- is not the middle of the country. The Midwest. It'd moniker, be the Mideast. The Midwest moniker was given before it all expanded out though. Yeah. I don't, whatever. And, and by the way, we're talking regions. So I would present to you. So Iowa is the far west of the Midwest. So what is what is Kansas and Oklahoma? The prairie lands. The prairies. I'm not buying it. Buy it, motherfucker. I'm a geography major. <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Iowa. I'm a ge- I know where all the locations are. <laughs> Iowa is the far west of the Midwest. Ohio is the far east of the Midwest. So Minnesota. Minnesota be the you know, north. Minnesota, what's out further that way? So here's a, here's a, you ready for a weird, you ready for the Dakotas. Yeah. Let me give you the Dakotas. Dakotas are prairies, <laughs> northern prairies. <sighs> There's so many hills and mountains in the Dakotas, though. I mean, I just, but it's also in the north. I'm breaking your logic. Dakotas, Minnesota, and Montana, all far north. And I'd even throw Idaho in there, probably. Idaho is prairie? No, no, far north. Far north? Yeah. She's using cardinal directions as, like, locations and stuff. The what dirty else? south, the far north. <laughs> what would else was you? I mean, the, the south, east. I mean, the southwest is Arizona, New Mexico. I mean, what do you want? I mean, but let's be honest. What's New England? That doesn't Why would you call something New England? Other than it was where people came from England, and they're like, hey, this yeah. is the New England. I mean, it's like the Mid-Atlantic. <laughs> the Mid-Atlantic. What's the Mid-Atlantic? Like that'd be like isn't that a that's a basketball conference? No, isn't it? College Mid- conference? Mid Atlantic would be like Delaware, New Jersey, Maryland. So basically, they're like, hey, you're you're trashy, so you can't be in New England. Oh yeah, they're not New England. 
Well, I, yeah, I know they're not New England. New York is actually classified as New England, though, regionally really? speaking. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Hmm? Is uh, Maine New England? Well, fuck yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm being dead serious. What like else? I know Vermont, New Hampshire are. Yeah, yeah Maine and is Boston, awesome. Boston or uh, Mass in when Connecticut. You, when you break it off into groups, Maine that is, whole group is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey guys, you're welcome. <laughs> Geography. Geography. That's how we finish the program. This is where we live. We live in the city. It's the Midwest. I just don't buy it. Midwest doesn't make sense to me. I understand what you're saying. Like it was done before the West was found. Well, that and it's a region, right? So it's not like it's at the, I mean, we're the far east of the Midwest. But see, I think, and this is where it, I think what messes me up with you say Iowa being the furthest west of that. Yeah is the Mississippi cuts it off. Okay. So is the Mississippi not a, a barrier for a region? It, it, well, if it cuts it off, then sure. Then what is Iowa then? Is it Iowa now you're far north? No. Or I is just, it a prairie? No. Iowa is the Midwest. But the Mississippi cuts it off. The Mississippi is on the east side of Iowa. Oh, okay. Well, then it doesn't cut it off. <laughs> oh, okay, because it fits your story. Uh, but I mean, it's accurate. I mean, it's, it is. It's. That's. I can't help. That's what it is. I don't know. Not buying it. Missouri. Missouri is considered like central, central <laughs> okay. something. Cause no, it, cause it's no, like, no, I'm just. You're full of shit. No, because it's like Missouri, Arkansas, uh, and. Well, Louisiana, Louisiana was no, south. Louisiana was, was, if I remember, it was classified as a southern. Like, there's like, because also then, because you have the southeast region, which is obviously. Some like, of this. We'll stop doing this. We're going to put, we're going to put a survey out on the Facebook page and we're going to let you guys decide what the hell. Ohio is? We're going to pick just a bunch of different states. We're going to pick the states that we talked about. <clears throat> Iowa, Missouri, the Dakotas and say, hey, tell us where these things, like, give us a region. We're going to try to find maps. This is going to be like another like uh, Coke, pop, and soda thing. Well, it's soda. It's definitely soda. Yeah. Okay, at least we're on the same page there. All right, let's wrap this up. Okay. Um, yeah, that's uh, everything local. We talked about fuzzy. Cool, cool, cool. As always, you can reach out to us on social media at RunBeerNBS. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can reach out to us via email at podcast at runningbeerandbs.com. All of the show notes from this episode will be on our website at runningbeerandbs.com slash EP033 for episode 33, not episode 13. Uh, yeah, you can find everything there. Um, if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing to the podcast. Make sure you don't miss out on our episodes that we release each and every Tuesday. I mean, we're quite consistent. That's 33 weeks in a row, guys. You may want to subscribe and uh, not miss out on it. Um, if you want to give us some money, you can do that. We have a tip jar. Uh, the link will be there. Uh, be greatly appreciated, but it's not uh, not required. But yeah, I think that's everything I have here. Johnny, anything else for him? We got nothing. You guys have a wonderful week. Peace.